This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. And if people want to go from Vancouver to Burnaby, now they might have to pay more money. Is that going to affect you guys? Well, and, and of course, that affects our residents and, and all, of, all of those things are concerning. That is Burnaby Mayor Mike Hurley speaking to our Global News reporter, Robin Crawford. He was reacting to the recommendations that were voted on by Vancouver City Council yesterday. We were talking about this earlier on the show. Essentially, if you plan on being a ride-hailing driver in Vancouver, it's going to cost you $155 for a license fee and $100 per vehicle. And that is just in the city of Vancouver. What if other communities decide to do the same thing? It's going to put a lot of obstacles in the way of somebody who was considering doing this for a living. On top of that, they passed a surcharge of 30 cents per pickup and drop-off uh, during certain times of the day to try to avoid congestion in busy downtown areas. So Burnaby Mayor Mike Hurley was kind of raising some concerns about this, saying those licensing fees may make it harder for his residents, people who live in Burnaby, to get home if they're in Vancouver. And he's not the only mayor that is raising those concerns, actually. Jonathan Cote is the mayor of New Westminster, also chair of the Trans Lake Mayor's Council, and joins me now to talk more about this. Thank you very much for being here. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the show. So what do you think about what the city of Vancouver did yesterday? Yeah, well, you know, I, I certainly understand uh, the city of Vancouver's interest to to, to want to look at, at regulating uh, ride-hailing in, in that community. I think that's initially where a lot of the focus is, is going to be and a lot of the a lot of the demand. And I think legitimately Vancouver has some concerns that actually congestion could get a lot worse in that community with, with ride-hailing there. And, and they want to find opportunities to, to be able to manage that. But I think the long-term solution actually has to be a more regional approach on, on how we manage and, and, and regulate ride-hailing. Because if you have 21 different regulations across this region, uh, I just can't see that working out to be effective effective public policy so uh, to me I, I hope the next step is actually all of the cities coming together and recognizing we, we may have a few different goals when it comes to to ride hailing but can we at least do it in a coordinated approach because I think having individual municipalities all taking very different approaches uh, could could lead to a bit of a bit of a mess in an unworkable situation. Now, Maricota, I have to ask, why are we at this point doing this? Like, why did we not think of this ahead of time? Why are all these cities leaving this to the last minute? Yeah, well, you know, how the regulation is set up provincially is, is number one, the province uh, had, had went through their lengthy process of how they were, were going to be setting up setting up riot hailing, and then, then at the end uh, notified cities that if they wa- cities wanted individual regulations themselves, there was a small area that they can... In, 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 be involved with, but cities weren't, uh, you know, kind of involved or informed of that until the province had completed their process. So cities have actually had a very short time frame to even consider what they want to do locally because they didn't know the framework that the the province would be would be working under, and that's why most cities, uh, you know, haven't haven't been able to even uh, take on this this new form of of regulation. I, I think the city of Vancouver has has been the most proactive in, in jumping out first, but I think they're actually the most that. Uh, potentially could have the negative impacts due to ride hailing on on their road road network. So I, I think there is reason there, but I think as we continue these discussions and evolve it, uh, certainly a more regional approach uh, it would be the far more appropriate way to to deal with this. So are you telling me that even in New Westminster, you didn't prepare for this in any way, shape, or form, and even studying what might happen? 
Uh, certainly, we uh, did provide feedback that uh, we did have uh, some concerns with respect to, to how ride hailing might uh, might impact our road network, but we didn't even know what options we would have to regulate it, so there was nothing to, to study. that we, we didn't know if we could charge a regulation fee, how curb fees would be, and we had no idea what the, the playing field would be. So uh, to, to kind of expect cities within months to really operate in an area that they've never regulated before and to hear that the ground rules there, um, you know, I, I don't think is, is, you know, would have been realistic. Having said that, I think uh, the way the province system is set up is, is cities don't have to actually engage. They could just simply leave it up to the provincial regulation and allow uh, ride hailing to, to do whatever it wants in a jurisdiction. But I think more and more a few cities, uh, particularly more urban cities, are going to want to mitigate some of the, the potential negative impacts that uh, ride hailing can have on the transportation system and be able to, to, to be involved in that. And I think what I'm saying is, if we are going to engage in that discussion, uh, we'd be far better off dealing with it as a Metro Vancouver region as opposed to 21 different cities. Right. Well, we did know like a month or so ago that the province was going to allow it to be like one region, Metro Vancouver. Has there ever been any discussion among the mayors about, hey, let's think about approaching this together? Yeah, and uh, we've had some preliminary conversations actually at the Mayor's Council of TransLink. Uh, although TransLink isn't isn't normally seen as a, a regulatory body for for these kind of things, uh, usually those are done in individual individual cities. Uh, the recognition is there isn't really a natural regional body, with the exception of either TransLink or Metro Vancouver, that could even really take this take this on. And given that ride hailing has such a big impact when it comes to transportation, uh, TransLink and the Mayor's Council may very well be the most appropriate body if we want to look at this regionally. Right. So what is New Westminster going to do now, Mayor Cote? Are you going to take it down that route? Like, is somebody going to step forward and say, come on, municipalities, don't all do this individually? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think we've already had a preliminary discussion that, uh, at, at the Translink and Mayor's Council level. Uh, you know, I think from my perspective, uh, the City of New Westminster's perspective is going to be, we want to actually support the creation of a more regional regional framework uh, there. And I know a number of other municipalities are already taking that position. So I think if, if it becomes clear that the majority of cities in the Metro Vancouver region want to take a more regional approach, that will give the, the mandate and authority for, for Translink to uh, uh, to, to take a, a deeper look as to what it would be involved or whatever organization might be able to to be able to do that. Is there a timeline for this? Because we know TikTok, right? People want to see this happen. Yeah, well, you know, I think uh, the reality is, uh, uh, you know, the, the absence of, of this regional framework isn't going to in any way pr- Put a barrier up in place to uh, uh, to, to ride hailing entering into into the Metro Vancouver area. Uh, ride hailing will be able to come, and I think it, it might actually stop uh, other cities from implementing individual things that might be harder to put together later, and then give us the time frame to to figure out uh, uh, you know over the next year how we might put uh, put a regional regional strategy together. So I think the reality is. Without that regional framework, it's not going to bury or put a stop to ride hailing. But as long as we're communicated, we want to work towards that. Uh, that that certainly puts the the ride hailing industry, uh, uh, you know, so that they're aware that this work is going to be and that they engage in those discussions. But you said over the next year, uh, so does that I, you mean know, that in I, the meantime, drivers are going to have to get licenses in all these different communities. No, uh, right now, unless the city mandates that, and only the city of Vancouver is the only city that does, then no one would have to get individual licenses uh, in, in the individual cities. So um, 
I think if we had the goal and the region agreed we wanted to do this regional approach, what it would mean is there actually wouldn't be, uh, without the with the exception of Vancouver, any other any other things put in place. And if we're able to develop that framework, then then we'd move forward with that um, there. So cities do not have to put in their own own regulation. They could actually have no regulations whatsoever, no licensing at all. And that would that's actually the default position. Uh, and I guess what I would argue is leave that as the default position until the region has figured out how we want to do a coordinated approach. All right. All right. Well, Mayor Cote, thank you very much for joining us on this. Okay. Thanks for having me on the show. I think we have a lot more discussion to go on this issue, but that sounds a lot different than what we heard from the city of Vancouver, which is good. That's Jonathan Cote, the mayor of New Westminster and the chair of the TransLink Mayor's Council. If you want to weigh in, send me at cknw.com.